So in, in looking for a, a marriage partner, my, my father was a psychologist and, and he used to love to tell this story, which is that, you know, back in the day, it still goes on a little bit, not so much anymore. You know, people, if they wanted to buy a chicken or something like that, they would go into the market and you'd buy a live chicken. And you'd bring it home and you'd shecht it. And, that, that you know, that was commonplace. So anyway, a woman goes into this market and she's looking for a chicken and she's picking up the wing and she's like turning it around and she's like, you know, doing just the closest inspection of every single aspect of every chicken part, right? And the, the, the guy who runs the market comes up to her and says, lady, could you pass such a test? So, so anyway... The idea is there has to be a certain degree of humility when we look for a marriage partner, which is, I'm also broken. I think that there's a presumption, and I don't think anyone does this on purpose, by the way. I don't think this comes from a, a deliberate arrogance, but we, when we're looking at another person's resume, so to speak, you know, their character traits and things like that, we there is a hidden presumption there that we're perfect, and that's not reality. That is, that's a very problematic premise. So if we start with the notion that, you know, we've also got our problems, and then hopefully I'm going to find someone who's got, you know, matching imperfections. And to proceed like that, I think that we lower the bar to a much more realistic place. I'll tell you another bit of marriage advice or marriage seeking advice, which is, there's this thing that a lot, I, I've heard it over the years that people say, and I, I think that even if people don't say, they think this, which is when they think about someone who they might be interested in marrying, one of the tests they ask is, if I were stranded on a desert island with this person, would I be happy? And the thing is, that's ridiculous. When you marry someone, your family doesn't disappear. His family doesn't disappear. Your friends don't disappear. His friends don't disappear. Your work doesn't disappear. Their work doesn't disappear. Your community doesn't disappear. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? That, that It's a fantasy, this idea if you were stranded on a desert island. Because the reality is that when you've got a relationship, especially if one or both parties, how many hours of a day are they actually together? Not a lot. So my wife always gives this bit of advice, and I think it's a great advice, which is, let's say a couple went out on a date. Say it's a first date. Did you have a good time? Yes. Then go out and on another day. Bottom line, on that second date, did you have a nice time? And keep on proceeding in that way until you break up or you're married. Do you understand? Because there's another thing that I found, which is that people do this crazy bit of math which is, I need to find someone who is at exactly my spiritual level, right? And remember, the mindset of the Jew is the following. If you do one more mitzvah than me, you're obviously a fanatic. <laughs> and if you do one less mitzvah than me, like, ugh, you're like a heretic. Like, like, who are you? Like everyone, again, no one actually thinks this through. This is why it's important to take yourself apart and put yourself back together again. But we've got this presumption that we got it right. How did I do it? I don't know how I did it, but I got it right. Oh, you got it exactly right too? Oh, wow. What a coincidence. Everybody thinks they got it, their spiritual level exactly right. And it's so ridiculous. 
because it's not about, it, 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 it has to be about growth. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live out the rest of my life as an imitation of who I once was. I, I think that's a horror movie. So, so the idea that we're going to find someone exactly at our level, and then let's just say, hypothetically, you were able to find that person who's exactly at your same spiritual level. But guess what? You might be going up and they may be going down. <laughs> Maybe you're meeting on the third rung, but they used to be on the fifth rung and they're heading to zero. And you used to be on the first rung and you're heading up to 10. And so you're just meeting at this like happy intersection. But what about the future? So in other words, if you have the same vision for the life as your partner does, or the person who you're interested in does. And that person, let's say they don't keep Shabbos, but they would like to keep Shabbos, right? Or keep more Shabbos or whatever it is. So, so the idea is as long as you're moving in the same direction, it's okay if you're ahead of him or if he's ahead of you. It's okay. The point is in what direction are you moving in? That's what you want to find. And that simplifies everything because it takes the pressure off of, well, I'm currently doing this and I'm currently not doing that, right? Because it's all about your shared vision. Okay, I hope that's helpful.